Coach Franco says is a proud member of the Philippine Podcast Directory. Come check out the page on Facebook and listen to the amazing lineup of local podcasters this country has to offer. Again, thank you so much for doing this. And and as much as we we've been talking previously, I just want you to narrate your story. As in, I'm very curious. Uh, what were you doing prior to Wushu, and how did you end up with Wushu? What was the decision behind? What was the decision behind? I'm, I'm, I have a plethora of other things that I'm probably doing, and then my life or my path ended up in Wushu. Um, so when I was a kid, kasi, uh, the first sport that I took up was swimming. Because mm-hmm. my dad, he wanted us to learn how to swim, you know, in case na something happens. Tapos, diba, okay. Some of the, yeah, yeah. So, yun, uh, I took up swimming, competitive swimming, when I was, mm-hmm. I think I started grade five or six. Mm-hmm. And then when I was mga eight years old, my Lola also enrolled me in karate, um, ice mm. skating, tapos wushu. Yeah, so a lot ice of things. Skating. Yeah, sabay-sabay. Ang galing. Yeah. Yun. So, the, the only ice skating um, experience I had was in Mall of Asia. Hindi siya madali. Yeah, yeah, it isn't. So, yun, um, when I grew older, my parents told me na I, sh- I should just choose one. Kasi if I try to do all, everything at the same time, baka mm. hindi ako mag-excel, you know, at mm. any of them. So, mm. I went with Wushu kasi... Mm. First of all, ice skating, you have to go to a mall to actually train. Yeah. And then sa karate, um, medyo nag-disband yung kung saan ako nag-train in karate. Mm-hmm. And then sa ano naman, sa swimming, na wala lang yung passion ko. So mm-hmm. I chose Wushu. Yeah, okay. so yun then, yung story. Who introduced yun. you to Wushu? Like how did you, like what um, was your introduction? Who was the introduction to Wushu? Uh, it was my grandmother because she just passed by in Taft Avenue, sa my Philippine Sports Commission mm-hmm. in Manila, and she saw the flyer for um, parang a sports clinic for kids. Okay. Then she just wanted to enroll us um, just to be active, you know, alongside yeah. many of my other sports. Uh-huh. Then I start. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, how was yeah. the first day of trying wushu? How was the first day of training in wushu? Um, honestly, I don't remember because I was still a kid. Like, I was eight years old. Pero I ah, remember oh my na, God. You know, it was, pala. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was really fun for me because, mm-hmm. um, you know, all of the kids were like tumbling. Tapos like we were stretching, you know, we mm-hmm. were sweating it out. Mm-hmm. So, yun, it was a really enjoyable sport for me. On and off ako nun, from eight years old to 12 or 13. Pagpata mm-hmm. ko ng 12, nag, nag pro na ako. Like, nag junior national team na ako. So, wow. yun yung timeline ng okay. Wushu ko. Yeah. So, now, speaking of Wushu, uh, like we were discussing kanina, sabi ko, I only, ha- I only know like two categories of Wushu. So, for, yeah. for us idiots, like, how do you, how could you define Wushu and at the same time, let's, let's break it down. Let's break it down. The categories, what do you do there? Um, and then, uh, how are things judged in competition? So, sige, let's break down the categories muna. Okay, so in Wushu kasi, there are two categories. Mm-hmm. Um, one is called Sanda, which is the sparring or mm-hmm. contact fighting. The mm-hmm. other one is Taolu, which is the exhibition sport. So, okay. in every martial arts, may dalawang, ano, may dalawang nature. Uh, for example, Taekwondo, Karate. Mm-hmm. So, in Karate, there's Kumite and then there's the other one. So, sa Wushu naman, it's called Sanda and Taolu. Okay. Um, sa Sanda, when you compete in Sanda, it's by weight category. Mm-hmm. Um, 
walang regards as to height. It's always about the weight. Okay. Tapos by gender. So, women on women, men on men. Okay. Pagdating sa taulu, it's a lot more complicated kasi there are a lot of categories under taulu. So, in taulu, when you start out, you have to start out at, for example, level 1, level 2, level 3. Mm-hmm. Pagdating mo ng 18 or 19, pwede ka na mag-freestyle. Yung okay. tawag sa freestyle is called optional. So, that's the mm-hmm. optional form where you get to now create your own form and then show it to the judges and ah, that's your form of competition. Okay. Okay. So, ganun yung Taolu. Yeah. So, so, how so about... sa Taolu naman... Sige, go, go, go. go. Um, Sorry. You, they judge you... Um, sa Taolu kasi, when the coach assigns you a certain weapon, he has to look at your movements and then your mm-hmm. body type. So, mm-hmm. when you're long and slender, maybe you could go you could go for spear or straight sword. Pag mm-hmm. medyo, ano, medyo, uh, medyo batak ka or medyo... Medyo... Um, medyo wide yung stature mo. Yeah, uh, stocky. You could go for um, the staff or the mm-hmm. broadsword. So, mm-hmm. ganun lang siya. Yun. Okay, so do yeah. you just compete in one category or do you compete in both? So, for me, um, I compete in bare hands and then straight mm-hmm. sword. Whereas okay. yung mga iba kong kasama, for example, meron akong isang teammate uh, guy siya. Mm-hmm. Um, he competes in four categories because okay. that's what the coach gave him. So, there oh. are bare hands, there okay. are short weapon, which is the broadsword, there mm-hmm. are long weapon, which is the staff, and then there are four event, which is the it's called the duilian. It's like a choreographed na fighting form. So, hindi lang mm-hmm. siya yung perform. There are kasama. Yun. Okay, so, so it's, yun, like, it's like a partner thing. So, the fourth one, yeah. may partner ka. Tapos it's like a choreograph yeah. sequences. Okay. Yeah. So in so in like in layman's terms, Taolu is like your kata-based movements and then Sanda is your sparring-based na competition. Yeah. Yun yung ano niya. And then, uh, I mean, ang galing ah. You were there like nag-junior, nag-junior Philippine selection ka pa pala. So how, yung pa naman yung next question ka eh. Like how, what, what happened or what was the path leading you to being part of the national team selection? So actually, when ano, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, mm-hmm. on and off ako, like, um, I didn't really see Wushu as something na I got, I would get serious about. Mm-hmm. Not until parang my parents told me nga to choose one, so I chose Wushu. Mm-hmm. Um, tapos, when, nung bumalik ako sa Wushu nun, kaka, kaka-off ko lang nun eh. Mm-hmm. Um, parang nakita ko ng isang head coach na nag Tapos, kinuusap niya ako. Sabi niya, why don't you try this category? Which is mm-hmm. my category now, which is Tai Chi. Mm-hmm. I'm like, sige, I'll give it a try. Pero hindi ko, hindi ko feel yung Tai Chi noon. Tai Chi is hard! Niya, no, you have... Sabi niya, no, you have to try it. Sabi ko, okay, sige. Uh, I was a kid pa eh. So, yun. Uh, um, nag-nationals ako and then I won it. Nung nanalo ko ng nationals, pinasok na nila ako sa junior national team. Mm-hmm. Tapos on that same year, sinabak na nila ako sa World Junior Championship. So, uh, straight okay. na yun. Like, every year nag-compete na ako. Ganun. Mm-hmm. Hanggat sa nag-16 ako, pumasok na ako sa first um, senior competition ko, which was World Championships. Mm-hmm. So, at least ano yan. Yeah. Like, uh, it was a good trajectory for you. And ano yun, ah? uh, For everyone's gonna listen, watch this. It's not, it's not a easy, that's not an easy path. Huh? Kasi ang daming qualifiers nun, for yeah. sure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> di ko nga alam kung di ko nga alam kung may kung may wushu ba sa palarong pambansa eh pero 
at least when was the when was your first wushu tournament whether local or international oh yun nga yung first tournament ko was nationals which was mm-hmm. held in Dumaguete 2012 okay um, and that how was, was the that first experience? one I, I went to how was that experience uh, it, like going into your first wushu tournament uh, it was really nerve-wracking for me because, uh, first of all, I I knew it in myself that I wasn't good at wushu at that time. Mm-hmm. Tapos like, uh, and dami ko nakakitang teams na super galing nila. So parang I was just like stuck in the middle of parang telling myself, should I really compete? Tapos mm-hmm. should I not? Kanon. But I just pushed through it, you know, just just to end end everything. Tapos mm-hmm. yun, I won it. Tapos dun na ako kinuha for junior team. Okay. So, then the next start, yeah. So, ano to, then all of this was happening while you were studying. So, when you, so, are, graduate ka na ba ng college? Graduate ka na sigurado ngayon? Yeah. Okay, so by that yeah. time, so while, while, while being in college, were you still training? Uh, were you still competing while you were studying in college? Yeah, so ever since nag-pro ako sa Wushu noong 2012, I never stopped. Okay. Uh, even if yeah, even if I started college during college, tapos after college, like tuloy tuloy lang siya. So how were how were um, you able to balance that, like college life and athlete life, diba? Especially you, um, you're I part of the I national just, team. Uh, yeah, I think I just derived it from parang my mindset from high school. Because mm-hmm. um actually high school and college it's very different, right? In high mm. school um you don't really get to choose your classes. Yep. Pero pagdating ko sa college um it was a bit um trickier. Because mm-hmm. I met a lot of people, tapos I had all this free time, mm-hmm. and then parang I had to balance my social life, and then I had to balance college, which is academics, and then I mm-hmm. had to balance wushu. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't really balance all three. Yes, to be honest. that's true. Uh, yeah, someone's got to give. You can't balance all three. <laughs> yeah. So yung yung binigay ko was my social, social life. life. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> Pareho. Yeah. <laughs> More often, yeah. more often than not, naman talaga that is the that's the sacrifice talaga mm. that that athletes make or people who are going. I mean, ito yun eh. like for example, me, I I've missed so many parties, I've missed so many occasional stuff, and dami ko ring utang na na debuts, uh, birthday parties, yeah. simply because I had to attend like a local competition or or an international tournament. Wala eh. you just just have to make a decision talaga. You have to make a choice. Uh, you have to make a lot of sacrifices simply because, wala, you have a goal eh. You, you're, you're, you're gunning after this tournament and you have to take it really seriously. So, wala. Yeah, kasi, ako rin naman kasi, inaano, inang katwiran ko rin naman sa sarili ko noon. Kung totoong kaibigan ko sila, hindi naman makawala yan. At most, if not, majority of my barkada talaga were my teammates. Kasi nga, we all grew up in the same industry. We all grew up in the gym. Yeah, so parang yeah. wala. Kami rin, sabi ko, ito rin pala yung mga default na kasama ko eh. So, pero I still <laughs> have a lot of friends outside uh, the combat sports industry. So, yun. So, if, sobrang pag-off season. Doon lang ako talaga nakakalabas eh. Doon lang ako. That's the, uh, when I was telling my students, like when I was really competing, like, ano ba to? Like 2007, Hanggang 2013. Yung calendar ko was just tournaments. So, yeah. 2000, so sa tagal na yun, sabi ko nga sila, believe it or not, 2014 was the very first time in a long time that I took a vacation. Sabi ko, so, 
minsan there was a part of me na ganito pala yung feeling na nagbabakasyon. Ganito pala yeah, yung feeling, yeah. <laughs> yung feeling na nagbabakasyon. Wala akong ginagawa. Ganitong oras dapat nasa gym na ako pero wala, nasa beach ako. Yeah. <laughs> Pwede naman pala. Masaya naman pala siya gawin. So at least ito Now, uh, in relation to that, I mean, I mean, ako, to be honest, hindi ko kaya yung ginawa mo. Uh, hindi ko kaya yung pagbalansin yung national athlete life with <laughs> my student lang. life. Oh. And then, um, so, with that, coming off from that, like, walk us through, like, what's a day in the life back then? Like, let's go college level. What was what was your schedule? Like, class muna, then training, or training in the morning, class, then training in the afternoon? Like, how was it like? Um, so, parang, ano, when I started, it, um, I was in a block, kasi I'm from mm-hmm. Benilde. Yeah. So, we yeah. always start in a block. Um, I didn't want to change my schedule. I didn't want to withdraw any subjects mm-hmm. or drop any subjects. So what I did was, nung freshman ako hanggang sophomore, um, I, just, I just stuck with my schedule. So I mm-hmm. always trained like once a day lang. Kasi okay. wala eh. Like, sobrang dami kong units when I was like, uh, when I was doing the first six terms oh, in normally, um, ano, Full load yan, full load. Yeah, ano, full, yeah, always full load. Pareho pala kaming lasalista, yeah. mga kaibigan. So. <laughs> yeah, so yun. Um, and then, pagdating ko ng ano, ng, siguro ng sixth sem until mm-hmm. the last one, dun okay. ko na change yung ano ko, yung, yung load Schedule ko. Mo. Pero uh-huh. I still, ano, I still had a full load. I mm-hmm. just changed like the times and the classes. Mm-hmm. So hindi ko na nasa, nakasabay yung mga batchmates ko. Pero yep. I still graduated on time. Um, so, nung first to second year, ako once a day ako nag-training, but I still went to competitions. And then, mm-hmm. um, in the ending of my second year to graduation, I was training twice a day. So, training first, class, and then lunch, and then training, mm-hmm. and then class again sometimes, 6 to 9 p.m. Ganun lang siya. <laughs> wow! Um, yeah, like, kasi meron ako mga ibang subjects. Um, talagang once a week siya, tapos three hours siya. So, I have ah, to make okay. it to the night class. Uh-oh, okay. Yeah, so ganun okay. lang. Yan, ganun. <laughs> ganun yung schedule ko. Ano yung schedule yun? Tako ako yun, tulog na ako dun sa 6 to 9 na ano. 6 to 9 na klase. <laughs> <I know. laughs> struggle na siya, struggle na. Okay, now. I know. Uh, uh, and then, from there, you were still competing. And then, syempre, there, there were so many things, there were so many things that's happening in your life, especially in that block of years that it was happening how were you compartmentalizing everything like of course people will say na time management lang yan hindi it's not just time management it's how are you putting focus on when it's time to train i have to train when i'm training my mind and my body has to be here and at the same time when i'm in class i have to be there as well because for sure like a, like how this conversation is shaping up you're there are so many things that's ov- that's overlapping eh. Diba? Kasi kahit ako, noong time noon, when I was competing, nasa office ako, pero iniisip ko, jiu-jitsu. So parang, diba? How, yeah. what, was, what is the thought processing for that? How were you able to compartmentalize everything? Well, actually, to be honest, you know, every day naman, it isn't going to be, you know, that proper. Yes. Na parang when you're in mm-hmm. class, class lang yung isipin mo. Mm-hmm. When you're in training, um, training lang isipin mo. Mm-hmm. Um, you just have to go through each day slowly and you have to also accept the fact na you're not always gonna do good on each day. But the mm-hmm. importance of it is you go through each day um, parang 
just doing your best, you know. Kahit na nasa class ka, tapos yung iniisip mo, um, jiu-jitsu or wushu, it's mm-hmm. fine. As yep. long as you don't fail the class. Right? Yeah. Just do everything. Uh, yeah, like, ganun lang. Pero syempre, ano, syempre, wag mong pabayaan yung academics mo, wag mong mm-hmm. pabayaan yung sports mo. Mm-hmm. You always have to find the balance. Parang it's always like that, eh. It's never mm-hmm. like that, right? So, yun lang yun. Ganun lang yung mindset mo. Mindset then, mo dapat. And then from there, how is uh how is the physical preparation for like ngayon walang tournament, okay? So you're not preparing like you're probably preparing for something in in the in, in the next few months pa. So what is like what are the stages of your training? Like how is training during the off season? How is the training preparing for a tournament? So sa off season muna tayo. Okay. Um, so, ano kasi, yung parang off-season namin is usually Christmas and January, which mm-hmm. is New Year's. Uh-huh. Um, February to November, we just train like a normal day. Maski mm-hmm. na walang competition, maski na isa lang competition man international or dalawa or apat or lima, mm. we still train. So, okay. parang yung off-season namin is basically vaca- vacation, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yun. Yung vacation namin lasts for like Two weeks to three weeks, lagging mm-hmm. December to January. Um, nothing mm-hmm. more, nothing less. Mm-hmm. Um, tapos yun, ganun lang siya. February to November, everyday training. Tapos yun, yeah. kahit na may bagyo, kahit na may holiday, <laughs> kahit na holy week. Oh, may hassle kayo. yun, hassle yun. Kahit may yeah, bagyo. Kasi may yeah. bumabaha po sa top avenue kasi. So. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Medyo. Tsaka tumataas po yung presyo ng mga pa-jack boys doon pagka, pagkabaha. Yes, yes. Now, Walk us through like True. a typical training session. Like what happens? Oh, I'm very curious. Like for example, in wushu, like uh, yeah, for obvious reasons, there's like a warm up, a, a proper, and an yeah. ending. You know, like walk us through it. Work, walk us through it. Anong like what do you guys normally do? Is there a specific day for like freehand? Is there a specific day for weapons training? Mm. So um, every day we always start the session. Champre warm up. So like mm. stretching, ganito ganyan, ganyan. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yung pang warm-up namin, yung parang papawis, it's either mm-hmm. um, we jog, we play mm-hmm. soccer, or parang any game na parang they come up with, like my mm-hmm. teammates come up with. So, sumasali okay. lang ako ganun. Okay. Or minsan, if ayaw mo parang, ayaw mo maglaro, ayaw mo mag-jogging, pwede ka na mag-stretch like kaagad. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just your own, it's just on your own um, responsibility if ma-injure ka kaagad. So, ganun oh. So, <laughs> Yeah, so when we stretch so wushu, we stretch mm-hmm. like really, really well. As in, I'm talking about over splits, center splits, um, parang, ano yun yung parang spider, yung when you, like, oh, on your back, back bend ka. Oh, yung parang yeah, back yeah, bend. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, so, okay, okay. Yeah. Kasi, you know, in wushu kasi, we always have to stretch well. If mm-hmm. you don't, you are on your way to injury. Like, of you're course. leading your way to injury. So, yep. yun. So when we're all like very very flexible, we start with the kicks. Mm-hmm. So sa wushu kasi yung kicks namin it's not like yung parang it's not like other contact sports na pak ganon. Uh-huh. It's it's like it's like pagganon siya. Like on my Instagram, I have a video like of me yeah, kicking I a saw water bottle. Yeah, I saw it kicking yeah, a water bottle. Yeah. Tinray ko siya masakit. Sabi ko hindi ko abutin na. Own, <laughs> yeah, so that's one of the basics of wushu. So mm-hmm. when you kick front kick and then side mm-hmm. kick and then yung tinatawag namin crescent kick palabas and then palabas. Palaob, okay. and then the slap kick. Okay. So yun, we do it we do like a combo of that like 7 to 8 times and by mm-hmm. that time 
naka we start mga 4 p.m. kumare. By that time, mm-hmm. mga 5:30 na or 5 o'clock. We start mm-hmm. on the jumps. So okay. when you do the jumps, it's a completely different thing because you can actually get injured if you don't do the jumps correctly. Yep, so you have to true. really be conscious about doing them. Mm-hmm. So yon. After that, um, five to six. Pagdating ng six, nagperforms na kami. Okay. So yung forms namin. Um, when I do my form, yung buong form we call it a hole. So mm-hmm. when the coach says, okay, do eight holes. That's eight times of the whole form, okay. and that's a lot. Yeah. Kasi, um, even though it's like two to three minutes of a whole form, it really takes a toll on your legs, mm-hmm. your arms, yep. the everything, your energy. So, ganun lang siya. Tapos, kapag may time pa, we usually finish at 7 or 7.30 or 8. Mm-hmm. Nagko-conditioning kami. So, okay. 4 to 7.30 or 8, ganun yung isang session sa wushu. Pagdating sa morning, it's 8.30 to 11. Mm. Ganun lang. Yeah. So, ano to? So, everything is predetermined na or it really depends on what your coach wants to work on for that particular day? Um, ganun talaga siya. Pero mm-hmm. except on Wednesday or Thursdays, we go running sa track. Mm-hmm. Sa ano. So that so that day is for strengthening and also cardio. Mm-hmm. So th- Wednesday or Thursday, ganun lang. Okay. And then, uh, like in terms of training, and uh, definitely this is something that I've, I've always asked uh, high-level athletes and fighters. How important is, I'm not really sure how it applies to Wushu, but how important is doing a lot of repetitions and a lot of drilling towards the mastery of a particular routine or a technique for you? Very important. Mm-hmm. Highly important. Highly it's important. a priority. <laughs> yeah. Then, yeah. And then from there, uh, which do you prefer? Doing things at an optimal speed or doing things at a very slow pace? You have to do, um, first of all, kasi when you want to do things um, parang quickly, mm-hmm. tapos hindi tama yung form mo, hindi tama yung parang corrections na binibigay sa'yo, it's ineffective mm-hmm. then. It's not efficient. Mm-hmm. Um, even though you have to do things painfully slow, you have to do them correctly. So mm-hmm. make sure if you're trying to like finish, kumari, you're trying to finish a set of five, you have to do every single exercise correctly. And then within your conscious mind, ganun siya. Mm-hmm. Kasi pagdating mo dun sa point na parang it's parang a habit na, you cannot break a habit in sports. For example, yep. nakabend yung kamay ko. I, I'm not, like, hindi ako conscious pero ganito talaga siya. Pero mm-hmm. yung correction ng coach, ganito. Mm-hmm. So, yun. It's really important lang to build habits based on the correct um, pointers of the coach. Yeah, I, I always ask that question because I want to get the message across na uh, ako admittedly, and I, I always tell, I'm, I'm very open about this. Parang ako, repetition is the most boring part of training, pero it's the most yeah, necessary sure. part of training. It's the most necessary part of training. Uh, I especially now I have a, I had a better appreciation of things when I started teaching, when I started coaching fighters. Na dun ko mas nakita yung value ng repetition and drilling more than the actual sparring. Kasi yeah. and, and then as the years years of teaching progressed and I was reading a lot of literature from from different high-level coaches. Doon ko nakita, majority of them, talagang they put value on doing things really, really slow. Especially when, kaya rin siguro kakaiba yung ibang fighters who go under my camp, they have a different experience. Kasi, for example, uh, 
from from the striking component, I make them shadow box at a very very like super slow speed. Yeah. Nasana yeah. mga especially boxers and Muay Thai fighters when they do when you say shadow boxing, lahat yan mago all out, lahat yan kunyari mm-hmm. mabilis sila. It's easy for them to do. And then I suddenly and I suddenly flipped everything and I said, "Okay, I want you to do things in a very 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 slow manner. Do it in front of a mirror and then gawin mo siya na sobrang bagal." Then they realized that it, it put more strain on their muscles. It, it was harder yeah. to balance their body. It, I mean, exactly. the the yung yung response rate nila was was totally different from what they were used to. So I'm I'm, yeah. I'm I'm making you guys do this because this was how I trained. So these are the things that I learned during training. Na you can do everything in a very quick manner. It just so happens because when you do things quick, that doesn't mean that you're doing things right. So yeah. Yung, so so yeah. Especially when I when I do like seminars, so I I don't need you guys to do this quickly. I need you guys to do this correctly. Because at the end of the day, kung mali naman yung ginagawa mo, wala siyang silbe, di ba? Wala wala siyang wala siyang kwenta actually. Sabi yeah, ko, yeah. Pwede mo siyang itapon sa labas, di ba? Pero <laughs> I, I love the the conscious mind quote. Sige, uh, gagamitin ko na siya from now on. You do everything with yeah, your Yeah, of course. Kasi <laughs> That's exactly what people have to do. Um, you really have to to be mindful of what you're doing. Because if you're not mindful, you're just going through the motions. Makakalimutan mo talaga siya. So I mean, so that's, that's a that's a very that's a very very nice thing to say. And at least for everyone who's gonna watch and listen to this, they're gonna learn from it. Uh, how about strength and conditioning? Uh, do you guys have a pre-planned or meron ng nagsasabi sa inyo on what to do for your strength and conditioning? Um, it depends on the mood of the coach. Like, mm-hmm. um, siya naman yung nagbibigay ng program. So, it depends okay. on him. Pero usually, so wushu, it's like, um, we do it like, we do like heavy weights. Mm-hmm. Um, especially the guys. Kasi they need mm-hmm. it for like the high jumps and like the mm-hmm. leg strength. Mm-hmm. And then, we do like, um, how do you call that? Like, isolated exercises. Yeah. Like, to just like build like small muscles, like yeah. develop their strength, their endurance, yeah. ganun. So, okay. ganun lang naman siya. Yeah. And then, ikaw, what do you do for your recovery? Um, ako, since, ever since I got injured with my back, uh, I haven't been doing any heavy weights. Kasi it's really bawal na, um, mm-hmm. if you have my condition. What the coach um, makes me do is a lot of isolated exercises that focuses mm-hmm. on my legs, like for balance. Because in the mm-hmm. form, ko, I have to balance like a lot. Yeah, so fuck yeah! I saw your routine. Mo. I was like, whoa, why are you doing that? Yeah, that's it. And then um, also in the upper body. But mm-hmm. he tries not to build my upper body too much because when I'm bruised, it makes me look like this and that's mm-hmm. bawal sa oh, category ko. Dapat okay. very relaxed lang. Okay. Lahat yes. ng power nasa legs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, lang. Okay. So at least different, this is, that's another common question I ask a lot of athletes kasi just to prove the point that there are specific things that needs to be done for a specific sport. Parang there's no, yeah. there's no one size fits all na regimen for, for, for uh, for any sport, lalo lalo na combat sports. Kaya ako so true. Dynamic movements kami, so I've I got rid of all linear movements na exercises. A lot of the things I do when people look into it, parang nagulat sila. It's super simple, it's super easy, and you don't really need too much weight for it. Uh, and then uh, 
for now, competition tayo. Like the your competitive version. Like walk us through what goes through your mind uh going through a tournament. Like walk through tayo, uh heading to the venue. And then when you you get to the venue, what are the things that you look out for? Heading to the venue, um I can be really quiet, but that's mm-hmm. bad for me because I need to like talk to teammates or like friends mm-hmm. from other countries. Okay. okay. Yeah, just to like I know, just to probably control parang my nervousness and then mm-hmm. my anxiousness. So yun. Um on the way sa venue, it's either I listen to music or parang mm-hmm. just like talk with people. You know, have mm-hmm. a little laugh, ganun. Kasi mm-hmm. um when you think about it, uh people usually put so much stress on parang the result of the competition. Parang they have to like be in their tip-top shape. Pero mm-hmm. it's also important to know na as long as you did your best and you didn't give any less, like to me, that's that's I know, that's enough na. Mm-hmm. Like, kumare, if I get bronze or silver or if I do last place, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter to me yung results. It matters mm-hmm. na I did my best and there's still next year, there's still next time. Mm-hmm. Ganun lang yung mindset ko nun. So, yeah. feeling ko for me, that works a lot better than parang giving off expectations na, okay, I'm gonna get this place, I want this place, I want this rank. Tapos not getting it, parang I beat myself up about mm-hmm. it. So, mm-hmm. ganun lang. Ganun lang yung mindset ko usually. Mm-hmm. That's good. Kasi, so far, uh, through the conversations that I had, whether in this podcast or in, in, in so many tournaments na na sinalihan and I coached in, parang papansin ko, they're like, two kinds of fighters one is the he wants ev- everything to to be quiet yung parang yeah sh- he shuts up he wants everyone to shut up okay then the other kind is your kind uh there are a lot of high level fighters like if you look i, I for sure sana if you look into their names yeah see fedor emelianenko nick diaz uh george st pierre even manny pacquiao they want people to be around them they want to they yeah. want to converse uh, some of them talaga they even play cards inside the locker room so more or less yeah. yan yung ano yan yung wala pa na na-encounter na ibang na ibang pag-handle ng situation ako when I competed nandun din ako eh I'm like I have to talk to someone I have to I have to at least when I get to the venue I know the essentials where's the changing room where's the warm-up area where's the uh, where's the, the the nearest bathroom? Because I Mm-mm. I mean, can you describe like what goes on in a wushu competition? Like what is the atmosphere? Um, like because sa sa isang wushu venue, the the ceiling has to be a really high. Mm-hmm. So like it's a really really big um compound. Tapos like mm-hmm. makikita mo there's like just two rugs there. Um, mm-hmm. very flat. Tapos there's the judges' table. So yeah. parang when you when you go in, it's like you feel so small. Yeah. And parang usually, <laughs> ang dami kong nakakita na athletes na super super natatakot na sila. Like I can feel it. Eh. Like yep. their aura. Yep. Like what they're trying to like um, yun, They're trying to show. Mm-hmm. Um, tapos I try to calm myself down because I know that everyone feels the same way as I do. So parang mm-hmm. there's no difference. Nice. So, yun, okay. Um, yeah, ganun lang. <laughs> yeah, kasi ako, ako admittedly, siguro hanggang ngayon, I've, I've competed so many times, pero every time I go to a tournament, kinakabahan pa rin ako. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I'll always be nervous. And then, uh, yeah. my coach, his name is Alvin Aguilar, he just said, he will always just remind me na, 
going to tournaments is just like any other day in the gym. You just have to put yeah. a little bit more attention. You just have to pay a little bit more attention. I think that's a quote from uh, this guy. His name is Henzo Gracie. So ayun, that was the particular mindset, especially when you go to any MMA or jiu-jitsu tournament. The venue is so nice. Pagpasok mo, parang feel mo na agad, everyone's gauging you, everyone's. And yun din, it's the same thing. It's, a, it's, a, it's the same thing like how you describe it. People are projecting. People will even eye you. They will trash talk you. Yeah. you as, in, as in, there is a lot of sizing up going on in jiu-jitsu and MMA tournaments. As in, lahat yeah. ata na pwedeng mang mata, mamatahin ka. Okay? So, I mean, these are just, ano eh, these are like peacocking moves, especially for the guys, just to show you that they're not afraid or they're trying to mask mm-hmm. their anxiety by posturing or by like projecting an image. So at least now we see that at least, yeah, the mga competitive arenas, yung mga com- competition areas, they're more or less have the same complexities and yung, 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 ano niya, yung makeup niya halos pare-pareho. So uh, another question I want to ask is like, do you remember the day now, your first tournament where you lost. Was I like I felt lost? No, no, no. You lost the tournament. As in, natalo ka. Ah, yeah. Okay. Lahat tayo oh, lost. Yeah, yeah. Kaya lost ako <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, I've had a lot of losses then. Like the um, very first think, one. How you felt the very yeah. first time you lost? Um, When I first lost like a competition, it was a junior world championship. I was last mm-hmm. place. Okay. And parang when I learned that I was last place, parang I didn't really think any of it. Because I know, like, nakikita ko pa lang sarili ko nagperform. Alam ko na sobrang layo ko pa sa level ng gold, silver, bronze, mm-hmm. fourth and fifth. So parang I didn't really beat up myself about it. Um, I was just sad, I guess. Pero like, alam ko na this won't be the first time, and this, mm-hmm. I mean, this won't be the last time. Mm-hmm. So yon. I actually, ano. Um, it took me three years before I won a competition. And it's not wow. even gold. It was like a bronze. So, yun. Okay. Yun and then, lang. about yung, yung follow-up ko is, have you did you join any tournament wherein you felt, you felt good, you felt confident, and then it didn't turn out the way you wanted it to be? Like, you, you especially when, I mean, ako never, might, wala akong pakialam sa expectations na ibang tao. People will always have ex- expectations of you. Pero ikaw, on your own, like for example, you felt good coming into this tournament. Now you know that you're gonna place. Uh, you're co- you, you feel good. Kumbaga, then, wala natalo ka or you, you didn't even place. Yeah, um, I I did have one in particular. Mm-hmm. It was parang my last competition as a junior. So when you're a junior, kasi that's 18 years old and below. Yeah. Pagdating man ng 19, um, hindi ka na pwede pumasok sa junior worlds. Mm-hmm. So that was my last competition as a junior and mm-hmm. parang everyone was expecting me at least like a gold. Mm-hmm. Um tapos sa sobrang sa sobrang daming nagsasabi sa akin. That was the first time um I experienced like pressure from a lot mm-hmm. of people. Kasi mm-hmm. usually nobody really no wala namang masyadong nagpapapansin sa akin pero since mm-hmm. at that time I've won um I've won some senior competitions na. You would think na Pagdating ko sa junior worlds, it mm. would be like it would be like easy peasy na. Pero mm-hmm. um, I did well naman. Pero it wasn't enough to get me in the top three. I was always fourth dun sa ano mm. ko, for, sa events ko, and everyone was so disappointed. Tapos like it was just like one of those regrets sa akin na parang I wonder what went wrong. 
Pero mm-hmm. it didn't really stop me from parang just moving on with my life. Kasi, you know, at least I went to the competition. At least I gave me my best. At least I didn't make a mistake sa form ko. Mm-hmm. And to me, that was, ano na, that was like an overall average and good experience na. Mm. Kasi, ano yan eh, uh, there are so many things that athletes go through, both physically, mentally, yeah. and emotionally. They have to, they already have to do their best to to balance their training with living a, a normal life. But at yeah. the same time, yun nga, you have to meet, a- ako, I mean, I, I don't know if you feel the same way, but I reached a point where I just stopped caring about what people think of me or what people expect yeah. of me. Because it, it kind of weighed in on my head a little bit, na parang, especially when I was progressing and I was, there was a time na nakatuwa nga medyo, teka lang, side note ha, at least ikaw sinabi mo three years bago ka nanalo ng kahit na ano. Ako, there was a time, may isang taon ako eh. Isang taon, may, I had a one year, I was oh, a yeah, blue yeah. belt. It's called a blue belt in jiu-jitsu. Yeah, yeah. Lahat ng sinalihan ko, I shit you not, lahat ng sinalihan ko, talo ako first match. Ang jiu-jitsu matches kasi ladder eh. So the more, uh, so depende kung ilan kayo. So for example, you could mm-mm. be three, you could be yeah. 50. So, Uh-oh. ladder tournament siya. There was just one year. Nung kaka, I was uh, I was promoted. And then, when I was promoted, eto na, I was younger and people were already saying, you're gonna crash it in the division, ganyan, ganyan, ganyan. It kind of got into my head. Pero I, I was still training. Then, that year, sin lahat na sinalihan ko, first match, talo ko. Kasi hindi lang yung talo, parang binaboy ako. Like either binaboy ako, yeah. I got submitted or tambak ako sa points. So parang yeah. after that year, I was like, yun na. Parang, I was like, I call it the crash wherein you start to question a lot of things. You start to question, yeah. did, I, did I really deserve this promotion? Do I really belong in this bracket? Do I really, did I really belong in this division? Or it's it's always that pero kahit naman sinasabi ng mga tao it's always the top guys who are beating you pero ako rin naman yun na nga eh i always end up matching against them and i always end up getting beaten eh so hanggang doon na lang ba ako diba i always i went through that stage na parang hanggang doon na lang ba ako so i mean I, i'm super happy that i got over it and i practically did the same thing na parang i just shifted na lang how I would look at things na parang, okay, doesn't matter na lang. I'll just go there, do my best, and then go home. Because at the end of the day, I, I love that quote that I do. I use the same thing. There's always a next one. Yeah. There's always a next one. Diba? You beat me today, I'm going to gun after you in the next one. Diba? You better be more than prepared. Because now, I, I remember all your sequences. I remember all your nuances. I'm going to go after you. So at least these are the things na, that, that, that people go through. Like, fighters go through and it's not it's no different now for this one um you can you can answer it or not because i will share how do what's the curb or how do you curb the athlete life with the normal or the real your real life Mm. for sure you're you're you have spent more time in the gym you spend more time with athletes and the only free time that you get, it's either you compartmentalize it. You have to spend it with your family, a little bit with your friends, but at the same time, you have to spend time with yourself. Like, how is the curve yeah. on that one? Ako, sasabihin ko na ngayon, mahirap siya. So, ikaw, what's your story yeah, yeah. in that? 
Yeah, no joke. Actually, ano naman ni, like, um, lahat ng national athletes na kilala ko, like, friends. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's really not easy talaga to, mm-hmm. like, try to balance, like, your career as an athlete mm-hmm. and also your personal life, which includes your friends, your family, di ba? And mm-hmm. having time for yourself. So, mm-hmm. parang ako, um, I think of it na lang as, um, I know naman na I love wushu. Mm-hmm. So, every time I just train, parang, I don't know, like, I'm happy lang when I train. So, pagdating ko, when I spend time with my family, you know, it's more than enough for me kahit once a week. If I go out with friends, it's more than enough for me kahit once every year. <laughs> once every two months, ganun. Kasi it doesn't bother me. Yeah. It doesn't bother me at all. Kasi alam ko na, if I, like, even if I leave for a long time, pagbalik ko, nandiyan pa rin sila. Mm-hmm. So, yun. That is a beautiful thing. Now, uh, Deeper into that, like, are there any differences or do you, do you end up comparing the things, your belief system versus the belief system of the people around you? Like, for example, ako, um, I, I basically grew up in the hurt business. So when people talk about violence, parang sila shock na shock sila ako, parang, okay, para sa inyo, mahirap na yon. <laughs> parang ako, buhay ko to every day. So... And then, yeah. in terms of, like, kasi, yun din yung something na kailangan kong i... I had to accept that as well na wala eh. I had, iba yung, iba yung understanding ko based on my environment and the people that I'm around with all the time compared to, yeah. yun, yung, yung, like, for example, I always hang out with fighters. I always hang out with, uh, with athletes. So, yung conversations namin, yung banter namin, the humor... Uh, umbaga, kung kami, lampas kaluluwa. So yeah. I can't, I can't be like that with my other friends. Because you have mm-hmm. to be, oh, parang magiingat ka ng konte. Kasi isipin mo, tanga na ba kami yamay maoffend to, di ba? Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, of and course. then at the same time, you have to, you have to understand that they're not going through the things that you're going through, and their, their level of hardship is totally different from your level of hardship. So parang do you like. Do you balance it out or how do you how do you deal with it? I think I know um I think that's one of the factors that would make people like very down to earth. Cause mm-hmm. as athletes or as any other person who excels in a certain field, be it, you know, be it um culinary, mm. economics, um sports, any any field at all. All we have to do is try to understand, you know, the people around us. Because we know that each and every one of us goes through a different thing, like a j- different journey. So, parang for me as a friend and um, as like a student, I couldn't mm-hmm. really talk about my sport. Because first of all, mm-hmm. wushu isn't really well known in the Philippines. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah it isn't well known. I think, um, I think, because it also it also reflects on me. Na parang I'm. I'm a quiet person then when I'm out with friends. Ganun. So, parang talking about my sport is very, very rare. Especially mm-hmm. with my friends and especially with people who don't do wushu. Mm-hmm. Um, so, parang that, I think that's one of the factors that parang makes me me. Kasi mm-hmm. parang when people like look at me, I don't really look like an athlete. Tapos mm-hmm. when they ask me what sport, I tell them wushu. Hindi pa rin nila alam ko ano yung wushu. Mm-hmm. I think that's the beauty of the beauty of um parang me. Mm-hmm. Like the beauty of my sport is that people don't expect you to look much like an athlete. Pero mm-hmm. you are an athlete and you're representing the country. And 
you're like a top ranked athlete and people don't know that about you i think that's mm-hmm. the beauty of curiosity then and that's yep. the beauty of like discovering mm-hmm. um who i really am so yeah like when i go out tapos yung ibang yung mga blockmates ko okay mo barkado yung kasama ko no no fight talk because i know din naman na they won't understand yeah <laughs> wag na yeah, mahirap so may, mahirap mag-explain mahirap mag-explain <laughs> lalo 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 na pag nag-explain ka parang lahat sila isn't that like kind of violent i'm like no yeah, yeah. no it's not and to add to that <laughs> what do you what how do you think is the role of martial arts training and martial arts in general in terms of the best way to control your ego para sa akin kasi ang laki nung ano ang laki nung na shape na parang mm-hmm. mindset ko around everything is mm-hmm. because of wushu mm-hmm. um especially for example you know if i get offended mm-hmm. or like for example when people belittle my sport Um, I just try to understand them because there's no point in trying to argue with someone who doesn't know what you know. 100%. Right? Uh. Yeah, so so parang ako, I just let my actions speak louder, you know, because mm-hmm. words are so empty, eh? especially in the world of sports. They won't believe you unless you're top rank. They won't believe you unless nanalo ka. They won't believe you unless you have medals behind your back. Oh my so, god, that's so ako, true. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so like pagdating mo dun sa pagdating mo dun sa level na yun na parang for example, um you know, winning SEA Games, um mm-hmm. be- becoming a world champion and mm-hmm. people start to hear about you. You know, you don't have yep. to talk your mm-hmm. way out of it, right? People yep. would just like recognize you and then they would be like, "Tibay ka si ganito ganyan, yung mm-hmm. nanalo ng ganito ganyan." And yep. And like, parang you're just gonna reflect on that moment na parang that time na parang people didn't know about you, people didn't know about your sport, people think that it's not a sport, di ba? Parang, mm-hmm. you, just, you just let it die na lang. Kasi that's the best that you can do. Right? Mm-hmm. So, yun. <laughs> so now, speaking of that, ano ngayon yung difference between you going to the gym alone, training, trying to make sense of everything that you're doing but you're doing it because you're, it makes you happy versus now getting all these accomplishments and then getting this level of attention so like how would you define or like compare those two things and then how are you handling it I think I liked it better when I was still training hard for mm-hmm. something that I didn't really knew what I was going to accomplish because um as an athlete even as a person I never really set any expectation for myself like every time na magko-compete ako every competition um I always say to myself um parang wala akong ina-expect na makuha ko you know mm-hmm. so especially the sea games even though everyone was like um you should get this we mm-hmm. think you're going to get this um I tried to tell myself na as long as you do your best that's enough for yourself mm-hmm. So um when I got all of this attention parang parang I liked it better when I was still struggling you know Yeah I don't that's know true. why eh, pero, Yeah I liked it better when I was still struggling kasi parang when you win feeling feeling mo na parang people just focus on the win Yep They don't really focus they don't really know na parang after you win there's still there's still another competition after that yep. what happens if you flop in the next competition yeah. Diba? Yep. So, parang ako, um, I just try to approach parang my parang people knowing me in in the most proper manner that mm-hmm. I can. Na parang you know, just just being polite and like 
trying to just be down to earth. Because every day, um, your sport is changing. Every day, mm. yung kalaban mo lumalakas. Every yep. day, sometimes hindi ka lumalakas. So mm-hmm. you always have to keep that in mind, lang. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, uh, tawag dito. Nawala ako dun sa sinabi mo kasi ganda nun eh. Sabi ko, kasi, kasi we, all, we all went through this, you, you all go through the same thing. And at least yeah. ayan. Uh, I particularly say something like that dun sa mga, yun sila yung mga bago. Tawag namin dun yung mga white belts. So yeah, we yeah. always tell them na you always have to work in silence. I mean, when, when you think, people, lalo-lalo yung mga gustong mag-compete kagad. Yan, yung mga kating-kating mag-compete dahil meron silang gustong patunayan sa buhay nila na hindi namin alam. Sabi ko lang, sabi ko madali lahat yan. Pero once everyone starts, once everyone starts gunning after you, it's a totally different, ano na. Yeah, so different. It's really hard. It's harder. Diba? It's definitely harder. Sabi ko, do you think, um, like for example, when, ako kasi, teammate ko yung kapatid ko, sabi ko, there's a difference between when we compete versus that other guy right there who's just about to debut. Sabi ko, mm-hmm. everyone's gunning after us. Everyone's gunning after us, and kami rin naman, we're gunning after the big boys. So, the longer you do this, the longer you do this, the bigger target you become. So, ikaw, like, do you feel like you're a bigger target now because you've won C games like twice na, diba? Yeah, yeah, twice na. Diba? So, then, since you're being gunned after by other competitors, who are you going after now? Um, actually, wala naman akong parang goal. Yun nga yung mm-hmm. inexplain ko kanina. Like, mm-hmm. wala akong goal na sino yung tatalunin ko. Like, um, yung goal ko lang talaga is every time I compete, I I try to do it with little to no mistakes. Mm-hmm. Kasi that's the best part, you know. Like, mm-hmm. when you train, you have you have room for error. Eh. Pero pagdating mo sa competition, um, for me, nape-pressure ko lang sarili ko kasi I just really wanna do my best and I just really like wanna do like a good good form. Mm-hmm. Like, no mistakes, no error, as little as little error as possible. Mm-hmm. Ganun. Um, so, after after ng SEA Games win ko, I knew na everyone was gonna like come for me sa Vietnam in 2020, mm-hmm. 2021. Yep. For sure, yeah. And I try not, I try not to like think about that kasi mm-hmm. alam ko like, as of right now, um, all of the sea countries, they're already training and I'm still mm. stuck at home kasi, mm. because of this pandemic. But, you mm. know, you can't really, you can't help it. Eh. You know, it's not your fault. Yeah. All you have to do is, you know, I just try to like train every day. I just try to like, parang, um, respect the fact that I won't always stay at the top. Mm-hmm. I have to like go through the bottom and then in the middle and then to the top again. Mm. Ganun lang yung process ng sports. Eh. Yep. That is very true. And then, the re- uh, one of the main reasons why I wanted to have her over is so that we could talk about Wushu. And hopefully, this will increase awareness for Wushu. Like, Ikao, how would you, how would you want the progression of this sport? Like, how many, how many are, ilang ba ang, like, total pool ng Wushu fighters natin, Wushu competitors natin sa Pilipinas? And then, how, I mean, are you going to use this like attention now to, to increase awareness for Wushu? Um, so ever since I won SEA Games last year, um, mm-hmm. nag-increase talaga yung, ano, yung, yung name ng Wushu. Mm-hmm. And parang that's one of my advocacies then is to promote my sport. Kasi I wanted to be as well known as other sports. You know, kasi 
when sometimes people forget nga my sport eh, they always ask me wait di ba ikaw yung sa taekwondo ikaw yung <laughs> they never they never mention wushu eh. so, <laughs> so parang so parang one of my goals is like um when people when people like ask other people who say martial arts i want them to ask ikaw ba yung sa wushu do you do yes. wushu mm-hmm. hindi yung ibang sport like that's one mm-hmm. of my advocacy like a little goal in mind uh, of mine so, yun. <laughs> I know, just go like, for, kasi kami, so, uh, so jiu-jitsu naman, there's like two categories. It's the one with the gi and then there's no gi. So sa gi, we all, we wear this kimono type. Para siyang pan-judo, only a little bit smaller. Yan, yeah, favorite yeah. namin yan. So it's every time we have to laund- put bring the bring our gi to the laundry pagbabalik. Laging, lahat na ata ng martial arts, narinig ko na. Oh, yung pang taekwondo, ilabas mo na. Oh, yung pang judo, ilabas mo na. <laughs> yung isa naman. Yeah. Oh, yung pang kung fu, yung damit niya pang kung fu, ilabas mo na. Sabi ko, <laughs> man, that, that, dati, dati kinokorek ko pa siya eh. Ngayon, pinapabayaan ko na lang kasi nakasulat pa dun yeah, sa ano, karate, karate uniform. Kami-kami, <laughs> pipicture na yeah. lang, pagtatawa na, na lang namin siya eh. So, I mean, I'm very happy that people will definitely look into this because at the end of the day, people love winners. People love, uh, like, they adore people who do things at a high level and it's it's so good na you are being the ambassador for Wushu in the Philippines. So at least it will not only increase awareness. Yung ano na yan, I mean, this is a very good sign for Philippine sports that we there are a lot of other sports that we can excel. There are a lot of other sports yeah. that we can be really, really good at and do at a high level. And Wushu is definitely up there. So, um, Agatha Wong, thank you so much for doing this. Let's wrap this up. Uh, where can people find you and follow you, please? Yeah, so um, I have IG and Twitter and Facebook. On IG and Twitter, my username is Agatha Wong with a Y. So it's mm-hmm. parang pronounced as Agatha Wong because it's mm-hmm. my nickname. Okay. And then on Facebook, people can search Agatha F. Wong. That's my middle name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I got the Wong Sea Games gold medalist and complete badass. Thank you so much for doing this. Appreciate it. And uh, with that, that's what Coach Franco says. Bye bye. Coach Franco says, would like to thank the following sponsors for making this episode possible. Just be in the moment. Have that faceless emotion. Beware the robot face. I am Nuts and Crosses. Place your orders on their Facebook and Instagram pages community and culture just good vibes in the local jiu-jitsu scene visit ikiro collective at ikiro.ph simply better dentistry designer mouth guards and the best dental service in the heart of makati visit the santos dental group and oral surgery center book an appointment on their facebook page beat bacteria and viruses get nano silver immune support supplement order your bottles on their facebook and instagram pages for local martial arts new scene here in the Philippines, uh, visit Local MMA on Facebook and listen to one of my favorite podcasts, Destroy MNL. My life is all about um, providing value and helping others achieve their goals. Please help me make more podcast episodes, video tutorials, and uh, educational content that will benefit everybody. Support this channel by clicking the link in the description box. Thank you for your support, and I will keep making content that matters. This is all for the community and um, increasing awareness about the benefits of martial arts. So that's it, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this episode. 
and as much as I enjoyed making it. You know, Agatha's amazing. I wish her all the best and I hope we can do this podcast again. So, see you in the next one, guys. Bye-bye.